Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Speedway Tavern once again. Is Speedway a dying sport? Well, I hope not, but it's fair to say that you would not have to walk far in your local track to find someone with that opinion. At the moment, it's certainly a shrinking sport that cannot be denied. The loss of tracks such as Workington, Rye House, Stoke, and probably the biggest blow of all, Coventry, are proof of that. And of course, the pandemic has helped no one. And Speedway seems to insist on shooting itself in the foot. For instance, can we really afford to lose yet another club? Of course, I'm referring to the Isle of Wight. And without taking sides, I have to ask, is this really in the best interests of Speedway? Well, we will at least be able to hear one side of that story tonight. And as, as I once again say, only in Speedway. And straight. Good evening. Uh, welcome to the Speedway Tavern. Thank you very much to uh, Barry Bishop and Martin Widman from the Isle of Wight for joining us. How are you doing, gentlemen? It's yep. fine, thank you. Thanks very for the invitation. Thank Not a problem. Thank you for uh, for, for coming. Um, I think you had a fans thing that you had to cancel tonight. Is that right? Yeah, we changed it. We had it yesterday instead. Ah, yeah. okay. Well, there you go. So thank you very much for that. Um Okay, let me just, we, we'll be getting some questions through as the night goes on from, from some of um, fans and so on that join us on our chat box. So uh, bear with us with that as they start filtering through. But I'd like to start with how did it feel to be nominated as the most improved National League club in 2019 to then not be given the opportunity to ride in the league game? Well, oh, do you want to go first or not? Or I? <laughs> well, okay, okay. Well, it's heartbreaking. You know, we... Um, uh, we live and die by what we do, you know. It's uh, 
we work so hard to create a, a show to encourage new fans to break the mold to step away from the traditional speedway fan we want we wanted youth and young families so when we won that award it was our greatest achievement to that point in the sport and then we found ourselves in a position where where we couldn't continue and that for us was heartbreaking i've lost my club oxford martin's lost several clubs <laughs> a bit of a jonah um uh, but, but you know uh, it, it, we just we it was just horrific it was horrible it was the worst non-family related experience of my life well, i think the worst bit is not being able to defend our title if you like and uh, not be there to you know at the next presentation to take the award that uh, i think we might have got and you know a good chance of getting it but uh, we have to move on i'm afraid and we'll certainly ask you about how you're intending to move on um, as we go through the night. Um, one of the things that I'm hearing a lot about is that a lot of fans, but basically they seem to, to be believing that you basically you left because of the points limit being lowered by 39 to 35, I think it was. Is that actually the reason that you left or is there more to it than that? No, uh, that's, that, yeah, sorry. That's categorically not the reason we left. Um, the reason why we left was... Uh, whether we believed in 35 points or not, it was the fact that we had no choice in the matter. There was no discussion. There was no input from us as why that points limit would affect our business. So we found ourselves in a position where uh, we had rules enforced upon us, which we had to agree to before we could attend a Zoom call to agree fixtures and things like that. And Probably most heartbreaking for me, and it's still the same today, is we've not had any contact from any director of the BSBL, from any uh, other promoter. But there, there are a couple of promoters that have contacted us, but I mean, in regards to this matter. Um, and that just says to me, they have no duty of care towards our business. They've had, they don't care whether we run or not. They, you know, we obviously added little value to the sport in their eyes. Um, and so, yeah, it was a heartbreaking time. And, and, the, and the honest truth was every single time where we had a question, had, had something said to us, let's take the 35 points limit. So we asked, uh, and tell me if, if I get any of this wrong, Mark, but I think it would be right. We asked the BSPL if this way of imposing rules is set for the future, or are we going to have an AGM moving forward? And their answer was they couldn't confirm it. So that says to us that moving forward, we have no control of our business, because Speedway is a business, other than what the directors of the BSPL say, because they can say to us at any point, for the interest of that business, the holding business, the BSPL, we're imposing these rules, and you can't do anything about it. So that was a red flag, number one. Did put it quite clearly in emails to them uh, about that, the fact that it, we wanted to know whether it was going to continue and there was never any clear answer back uh, about that prospect happening. So, you know, it was 35 this year. Who says it couldn't be down to 30 the following year? Uh, and and there are problems with the 35 points limit, but we weren't allowed to 
get round the table and discuss those problems. Yeah, and the thing is, when you sit down, we obviously attended AGMs, and even if you disagree with something, the other clubs could have said, no, this is why it's so important. You've got to back it, Martin and Barry. This is why we need you. No, you know, this is how it can be. This is what we think will happen. And then we make a decision. We say, you know what? Sorry, guys, we still don't believe in you, but we'll put our license on hold for a year and then we'll come back in 2022. But we never had that choice. There was no discussion. Mm. It's our way and you have no say. And that, to me, is totally wrong. Now, we also have in the National League a representative, Len Silver, it is at the moment, and he should attend any meeting or at least be invited to attend any meeting in which the National League is discussed. Now, he didn't attend any of them. So there's another problem. There's another big red flag for me that says, yeah. this is wrong. This is wrong. This isn't right. And the list goes on. You know, the, we had, as I say, no interaction with any director of the board. The only person who communicated with us was um, the off office administrator. And that, that was that was how it worked. And then we said that we didn't want to stay in the league. Um, we and if if one of my employees left or someone who worked with me left, at the very least, I'd want an exit interview. I'd want mm -hmm. to know how I can improve for the next person. I want to know what, what made them decide to go. How can, how can uh, we make things better? Could you come back? When the BSPL invited us back, they said we'd be treated as a new member and would have to pay the application again. So it wasn't them encouraging us to say, it was them it, it literally kicking us out. Or That's how it felt. I don't want to use the term bullied because... People have different terms of the word bullying, but mm. for me, we had no communication. There was no um, uh, no uh, option for us to state what we felt or, or have any introduction as to why that points limit or the other rules that have been imposed would affect our business. Just, it just, it was just, it was zero. It was zero. zero Interaction and and I know in the Speedway Star that uh, Rob Godfrey said that we were told it was coming. I was just going to let me point tell you. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you how that was said. He pointed his finger at the AGM and said, <clears throat> "The National League will become more like the Conference League." Okay, guys, you three, tell me what that means. Yeah, Because exactly. that was all that was said. It meant nothing. Doesn't mean the points limit is going to come down. It could have gone up. Yeah. It didn't mean anything. It was just a statement flung out of the air. Because actually what the real issue is, it's not about rider development. It's about cost cutting. Right. That's the issue. Yeah. About cost cutting. Because they don't want senior National League riders to stay in that league and not go up. Because when they do go up, they get a set of X amount in the National League. And there has to be a kind of, not necessarily a, a comparable amount of money that they would be assured of in order for them to cut the ties with the National League. Mm. That's, the, that's, the, that's it. That's the truth, in my view. I think, I, think, I, think, I think a lot of it as well, um, Barry, is that if you look at the clubs in the National League now, with the exception of Mildenhall, Mildenhall are the only standalone club in that, in that league now. All of the others are uh, secondary 
clubs who've got a team running in that division who are also running in the in the higher division as well. Do you, do you think in, in some ways, and this is this is might be a bit of a controversial comment, but do you think in some ways there's a bit of jealousy about the, the progress that the Isle of Wight have made, or do you, do you feel that way? I, I didn't think so, but, you know, once we got that award, I thought, oh, maybe we've been accepted into the club sort of thing. <laughs> but, you know... <clears throat> Like getting an invite into the local golf club, isn't it? But uh, <laughs> yeah. no, uh, I don't know. It's just uh, they could well have been jealous of what we were trying to do ever since we started. And I have to say that uh, I think we've been to five AGMs, Barry, um, uh, about five AGMs anyway. And never once have they talked about how do we improve the entertainment value of the sport. And that's what it's all about these days. You, yeah. you know, and especially this year, after 12 months away from the sport, be 18 months away, spectators are going to be hard to come by. And you need to think hard. The, the sport needs to think hard about the going, how, how they're going to attract spectators back to the sport. And if you're not talking about the entertainment value, you're not talking about it being exciting, then where do you go? You go back to 15 heats of racing, tractor racing, and thanks very much, we've had your money, and go home. Uh, for me, it's, um, I've said this since day one, for me, it's a show, right? It, that's it. It's about people coming in, being entertained, going home, having had value for money. Yeah. And when, in 2017, we finished bottom of the league, not one per... And I, I actually stand at the exit gate or somewhere around there, basically to dodge putting away the A-frames, but never <laughs> <laughs> uh, So I, I stand as the fans exit. And in that year, not one person said to me, you know what, Barry, you've got to change your teammate. It's just not good enough. I'm not coming back. They all shook my hand as they were leaving or patted me on the back and said, we love tonight, mate. Great. We win next week. And mm. for, for me, I love winning. Don't get me wrong. We want to win all the time. But it's not about that. It's about seeing the kids' smiles on their faces. It's about, you know, about the next generation. It's about... It just isn't just about Speedway anymore. It's about the show. It's yeah. about... Entertaining. Ent entertainment, you know. Yeah. It's about living the dream. That's what it's about for us. And um, unfortunately, as Martin said, we've sat in AGM after AGM and never has it ever come up, you know, uh, how do we get more bums on seats? And in fact, you know, the, the, we'll, be, we'll be having discussions about whether, you know, John Armstrong was right to still be in the National League. And, and it just does, it's just not for that sort of thing. It's not for that mm -hmm. time. You, you, and... The other thing I say as well is every meeting I stand in front of the crowd and I have to be, we have to be, when I say I, I always mean Martin and I, we have to be proud that we're going to put on a show because I stand in front of that crowd every week and I welcome everyone with my microphone. Welcome everyone to this meeting. You're going to have a great night tonight. Now, if I think that actually you can pick every race result before mm. it starts, and the entertainment isn't going to be there. You know what? Do I want to do that? Do I want to lie to the public? I I'm not like that. I just think it's, um, I have to be, we have to be proud. It's, 
you come to our home when you come to our track and it has to be right mm. Mm. right i think i think, I think with a lot of clubs to be fair there does still seem to be this attitude of we just throw the gates open and expect people to come in you've, you've got to go out there and, and one get them in and two make them realise that you know it's a great night out mm. and they've got to come back next week at the end of the day you want them back every week yeah yeah. I mean we see all the time uh, clubs doing similar things or exactly the same thing as we've done and and uh, that's that's you know imitation is the greatest form of flattery or whatever the saying goes mm. um, and that's great but we always we always want to be cutting edge cutting edge cutting edge and and try and push the boundaries a bit and I guess now we have that chance, right? So now we have the chance to continue our development of our show, because that's what it will be, um, and continue doing what we love. And that's putting on Speedway meetings in a fun-filled family environment that everybody wants to play part of. Talking of um, breaking boundaries, I think Matt's got a question for you. Yes, of course. There is, there is <laughs> yeah. uh, the cost of... Um, of the Isle of Wight applying to join the uh, the French League. Now, I think most, most, a lot of people probably listening will probably think, I didn't know there was a league in France, to be <laughs> yeah, honest. But it's obviously a very, very... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously a very, very small league, but it's, um, you know, they, they do have competitive racing over there. Of course, we've seen the likes of David Balago, of course, riding over here in the UK on a fairly regular basis. And I, I believe Chris Harris's rode in the... French League in 2019. So I, w- I would imagine Adam Ellis has as well, hasn't Adam he? Adam Ellis, obviously, of course, was born in France, wasn't he, Adam? Was, so, yeah. Um, so th- there's a there's a, a possibility there of, of say breaking boundaries, and of course, you know, racing standalone in a in an overseas league. But with the, we've had, we've had a strong relationship speedway with France. Actually, the under 20 or the GB Young Lions used to go there for their training camp before they saw the light and came to the Isle of Wight instead. Um, we, uh, we, we, the, the Isle of Wight itself has a strong relationship with French riders as well. Um, and so uh, the initial idea to join the French League wasn't this year, actually. It was two, two years ago, right, Martin? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in 2019, we were told that the uh, points limit would be dropped uh, in the times when we could discuss points limits mm. and uh we went in and um i said we said to each other you know what if we if we don't get a workable points limit we should look at going to the french league and we and we explored the french league before we went into that meeting and fortunately we had uh, the rights points limit that we could work with uh for the year um and that's another sad thing as well we always say for the year you know it should be we should have a five-year plan in speedway mm. and uh anyway so i'm glad we did that research because when we found ourselves in this position it was kind of okay right so now we make the phone call and we we had a a really great uh phone call with thierry who runs the french league and um we told him our position in fact he knew our position already and we said we'd we'd love to uh, look at the possibility of of becoming uh, a french uh, part of the french league now there are, without doubt, some hurdles to overcome um, with getting machinery in and out and the cost associated with that. Now mm. it's you know two or three hundred pounds or something to do that. Um, but in theory, it's a 
it's something we would dearly love to get our teeth into. And uh, he's now discussing it with his other clubs. Uh, he's translating their rule book for us. And um, we're going to sit down, have a look and see if it's a viable proposition for us and for them. And that that would be quite else? exciting. Did I miss anything, Mark, on that or not? No, no. Absolutely. And what sort of level does the French league ride at? Is it National League sort of level or is it a premiership or championship? Where would you sort of place them? Uh, I think it's... Um, I think the, the only rule we know is you have to have one French rider. Mm. And uh, I would say it's probably uh, championship level. Right. Mm. And five, five riders a team. And five riders per yeah. team. Yeah. And basically, I think from my discussion with Thierry, you go there and you do two meetings over a weekend. So you one in, so you know one on one on a Saturday, one on a Sunday. Mm. Right. Mm. So. And what about what about the actual rules? Are they much different uh, regarding racing? Or? Uh, to be brutally honest, you don't know. <laughs> Because uh, he's currently translating it for us. Oh, right. Okay, okay. The, the yes. stuff that I've seen on the on on YouTube and and uh, stuff like that is uh, is good stuff. Um, mm. I don't see anything particularly different to what we do. There may be certain small rule changes about substitutions and things like that that we mm. don't know, but mm. we'll have a look at that when the time comes. Exciting. So it's not the end of the road then for uh, Isle of Wight Speedway. No, definitely not. No, which yeah. is so, great. Great. Start of a new dawn. So, sort of looking on your website, you're, you, you're sort of intimating that there is going to be certain things happening this year, possibly open meetings and so on. What can you tell us about all of that? Well, uh, we first of all had to obviously find a governing body which we did, which is the, it's called Nora, uh, Nora 92, Nora Motorsport. And that's been around since 1992, as the name suggests. It's run by a guy, Roy, whose surname I can never remember, Martin, was it? Martin. Thanks. And he was basically part of the ACU on the, for the motocross. He's also a Speedway fan. Um, uh, used to go to Reading and um, uh, he, they already have clubs like I Wade and, and uh, Carl Russian's uh, um, dirt track events under their, under their banner. Mm -hmm. And so we approached him and we said, uh, this is the position that we're in. Um, this is what we'd like to do. Is this something you can accommodate? And really, it's, uh, without being dismissive, it was black and white. This guy was so accommodating so friendly, so wants to work with you. So how can I help you? How quick do you need it? What can we help you with? It was total contrast. Mm -hmm. Total contrast. Well, and when we finished the call, I thought we'd missed something here because it was just so so simple, wasn't it, Barry? Yeah, the process yeah. was, the discussion was simple. Yeah. And he knows about running motorsport and he knows it needs to be simple or else you can, you know, overcomplicate things. Mm -hmm. And it's all under one banner. You yeah. know, the licensing, the running of the the meetings, the insurance, they, it's all under them. Obviously, the insurance is subcontracted out, 
but it's all organized through him. So you're not dealing with three different people uh, or three different organizations to run a meeting. Right. And so, and so having achieved that, which was remarkably easy and good, we then thought, okay, what's our, what's our goals? What do we want to do? And we know that we have to have a team to follow. So we will have team challenges, you know, it would be great to challenge all of our favourites that we challenged before, like my club, Oxford, uh, Exeter, or Limmer, maybe, or Cradley, or Reading, or whoever we get, would, would like to come and participate. Weymouth, you know, the, the, the guys. Then we thought, okay, we have a speedway school, so we can't just suddenly say, right, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We need to maintain our our uh, MDL standard riders as well. So we we plan to work with those guys. Then we looked at what's our favourites. What what do we do really well? Things like our handicap meetings and our, um, uh, you know, our uh, pairs meetings and our open meetings were all great successes. So the plan is to have a combination of those. We will probably put on a dozen or so meetings in the summer and um, give British riders additional track time uh, for the benefit of everybody, everyone in the sport, the sport. Speedway, the sport. So all the riders will have the benefit of that, being able to still access the Isle of Wight track, to participate in good quality events for the benefit of everybody. Sounds sounds perfect, sounds great, yeah. I don't know what else to add to that. And you'll um, be, glad, be glad to know that the points limit will not be 35. <laughs> You're going to tell me it's 32 now, aren't you? No, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> just uh, ask as well, just ask as well, of course, you've got another former um, follow-up rider who's returned to the club now in, in the shape of Brendan Johnson, who's rejoined the club as a member of your commercial team. So just, you know, talk us through what the thinking process was behind that. Well, he's been badgering me for years for a job. Nah, no, um, <laughs> you know, we, 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 Brendan was, in our, was the first rider we signed, actually, when we took, when we took over. And, it, you know, he unfortunately had an accident and uh, couldn't ride. But uh, we, I've always maintained contact with Brendan. And if you look at Brendan, the person, He's been an achiever on a speedway track, but he's also been an achiever off the speedway track in his work. And whether that's with the, you know, with Hypos, the, the, the hydraulic company, or with his current company, which is Pertec, where he holds a, 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 a national position there. So he is a natural person in his type of role to bring into a commercial role with us because, A, he's, he's kind of, uh, I don't, you know, Martin and I, we're getting on a bit. So he's the, he, he, he's the age group lower that we want to really interest. You know, he, yeah. he'll be perfect for work, walking into someone who's only 25 and runs their own company or only 20 and runs their own company. Mm-hmm. Because he, not, I'm not saying that we can't communicate with them, but he's like them. He's the same as them. And he's mm-hmm. going to speak from the same hymn sheet because he's, he knows exactly what we're doing. He believes in it thoroughly. He understands exactly what happened to us and, disagrees with that thoroughly as well and how that happened to us so he's part of this this vehicle that we're moving forward on and um everybody knows that we live and die by sponsorship we're proud of the amount of sponsorship that we get um uh, and we tend to grow that 
and we want companies to be associated with us for all the right reasons, you know, not for being uh, the maverick out there organisation, but the ones that the ones that are looking at the bigger picture of the sport, the show, the additional rides for riders, bringing collectively everybody together of all age groups. That's what we want people to be associated with, the community of the club, like it used to be. Do we have any questions uh, coming in for us? <laughs> uh, just a few. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hundred. Uh, okay, so uh, I'll, I'll start from this up. Some of these might not be relevant to what we've just been talking about, though, because they were said a few minutes ago. Uh, Colin Whitlock says, uh, I'm with you 100%, guys. Uh, David Crane said, well said, Barry. Shocking treatment. Uh, Simon Corbett says, good on you. Somebody making a stand. Uh, Brian Buck says, is it not possible for the Speedway Control Bureau to intervene on Isle of Wight's behalf? The uh, I can answer that. And actually, yeah. there's members. Yeah. Sorry, there's members of the SCB are also members of the BSBL, so it's, it wouldn't. Oh, right. I think there's four hmm. four members of the SCB, and two of them are BSPL members. Right. So it's it's wheels within wheels there. Yeah, yeah. I you know I think the SCB many years ago was set up as an independent body, but it's far from independent. Uh, and it, just, it just translates the rules that were decided yeah. by the BSPL into a rule book. But actually, is it was Neil or what the guy's name was, he raises a really good point. Why haven't the SCB contacted us and said, yeah. what on earth's going on? Um, and why haven't the ACU? Why haven't, uh, the ACU? Why haven't they contacted us? Yeah. Yeah. So you've had no contact whatsoever? Yeah. None. Absolutely none. I think that's probably the most damning thing out of mm. all of it. If, you know, well, it, it, it seems like they don't care. Yeah. And, you know, what you, you've mentioned, um, you know, several clubs that have gone never to return. Mm. Uh, you know, surely somebody must be concerned about another track leaving there. They're stable. As a fan, yeah, just, I yeah, certainly just, am. <laughs> so just over a decade, of course, we had the whole fast with Coventry and Peterborough. Um, it looked like they weren't even going to be able to get into the into the elite league, and then it, it always felt, even when that was resolved, it just like felt it was swept under the carpet. Oh, we'll just forget about it now. Just pretend uh, it never happened. And, and and I don't. This isn't. I don't want this discussion to be just about the BSPL, but there's been a recent uh, retrospective planning application put in to develop Rye House into football pitches. And I got to know about it through Richard Hollingsworth at Scunthorpe, and you, you had the chance to object to it. And there's probably about 1,200, no, 1,800 objections, of which 1,200-ish were objecting to the retrospective planning permission being sought. Mm-hmm. And you would have thought this was probably the last chance to save Rye House as a speedway uh, facility. And only three British speedway promoters put the name to it. I was one. That's Barry, Mark Phillips and myself. Ty Wuffenden did. Michael Palm Toft did. Lots of riders 
but nobody from the BSPA. Unless I've missed them in the list, but I've, I don't think so. And that sort of says to me, they don't they don't care about the future of the sport. Mm. Anyway, sorry, no, no, yeah, no, 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 you, it's, you keep going. Yeah. Chris? Okay, so uh, <clears throat> Stuart says, uh, plenty of children enjoy their evening. You need to be there to see it. Also, old age pensioners get picked up and are welcomed. It's a joy to see all. All thanks to Barry and Martin and the families. Uh, Milton all the only side in the pyramid, now not getting any funding from the BSPL, says Jeremy. Uh, Kim says, I've been a Speedway fan for 40 years, a diehard Hackney and Rye House fan. I love going to the, to the Isle of Wight, the best track I've ever been. So friendly, they cared about the fans. And well done to them, and all the best oh. for the future. Lovely. I'm nearly crying. It's just lot, that's <laughs> lots of compliments. Uh, Mark, yeah. says, uh, yeah. Mark says, um, uh, sounds like a breath of fresh air. The sport is in dire need of a radical shape-up. Well, Barry does say frequently, probably every week, if you don't like something, tell me before you tell the world. Yeah. And there aren't many people come and tell him. And when they do, we act on it. Yeah, right. We listen to people. Yeah. And, you know, it's, and that's how you've got to engage the fans. Mm. I think, you know... That, as the sport as a whole needs to have a vision and that needs to be three, five and 10 years. And, um, and, and what's your, what, what are you measured by? What's your target? What's your target? Anyone who works in, in sales, they have a target. If you hit your target, yeah. happy days. If you don't, people ask questions of you. And so we need to be hitting targets on our fan base, on our marketing, on our, on our, you know, I, I, I wrote the other day that um, in some ways, our sport is really naive in that if you look at the US market, the US uh, uh, financial markets at the moment, everyone's expecting inflation. Mm. Why are they expecting inflation? Because of the government handout of $1,200 to every citizen. So what happens when the BSPL or, or an organization gets a television deal and they say, great, we've got this great television deal, it's X, and they give it out to all the clubs, all the, all the providers of the sport are going, happy mm. days, that's 7%, 10%, 15%. Riders are going, that's 10%, 15%. The prices go up. If I was running it, I'd be saying, right, 25% of that goes to the club, 75% of that goes to buy an asset. Buy Rye House. Mm. Build a track. Yeah. Buy something. Because if you've got an asset, guess what you can do with an asset? You can borrow against it to buy the next one. And yeah. you build your empire. You don't just give it out on short, zero return wins for the organization. And the only people that benefit are people that use the sport. And I mean that uh, for an income and not the overall sport itself, because that's what's happened. Mm -hmm. That's what's happened. Mm -hmm. So we have no BSP, no organizational owned facility. Zero, nothing. You could even start with you know, Northside or the one at Berwick or something, buy something and train buy kids on it. Yeah. Buy something. Buy Brandon. Buy Brandon. Buy anything. Yeah. Well, I'm buy sure anything. Brandon was up for sale at one time, wasn't it? And that mm. was the opportunity when 
You know, you could have had centre-backs. I, I think an offer has been made for Brandon, but it's it's not been rejected. It's not been accepted either. I think they're just pretending it hasn't been yeah. put in. Mm. So. And um, my other view is, and I say this every time, we have a flipping great sport, right? It's brilliant. And uh, Agreed. we have to talk our sport up, not down. And we always we always turn a negative into a positive, you know. We always try and make something good happen, mm-hmm. you know. And so the more that we say that amongst our friends, the more people are going to want to come and visit because – when we were, when I was going to speedway as a child, I had a separate group of friends that were at the speedway track, my school friends, and my friends at Sea Cadets. Yeah. Our crowds now are so small, you don't have that anymore with kids. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember, and this is a true story, and Stuart <laughs> Baker will probably remember this if he's listening. Is at Oxford, we used to walk around with Coke cans on our shoes, right? On our left shoe is the steel shoe of the riders. <laughs> now, one time there's a big gang of kids outside the retreat. Uh, which is our like burger bar, and I said, "Wait a minute, I'll show you something." So I got an empty can out of a—I uh, uh, can't remember if I drank it or put one out the bin. And I said, "Watch this," and I put this on my shoe, my left foot, and was walking around pretending to be a rider. Do you know how many of them were doing that the week after and the week <laughs> after? <laughs> yeah. Giving away tear offs. I've got the riders to sign tear offs. They love it. Mm. They love it. Mm. And that element—I know tracks are doing it, but. That's what we love. We I love we love being in front of people and making people love the show. Make it. I want every child there to want to be Ben Morley, you know, because he's their hero, not Ty mm. Wolfington. Ben Morley. Yeah. So yeah. That's what we want. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> um, some guy called Matty Bates. Uh, I don't know. I've, oh, I've heard of him. <laughs> oh, not him. <laughs> have got more advice, Matty. Come on. <laughs> Wait for the awkward question, Barry. He said, yeah, no, 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 no. He said, he said, if you guys need a rider, I'm going to need a bigger suit because I've got fat since I started pen pushing. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of throttle twisting. <laughs> now, Matt has been talking a lot of sense on Facebook lately. Yeah. Uh, and it's not been... Uh, exaggerated it's good common sense from a guy that knows what he's talking about his experience of riding is you know in the big time now with Plymouth in the championship league uh he's been you know writing some good stuff and uh, it's worth been worth watching he was on our show a few weeks back now wasn't it oh yeah yeah he's a star yeah yeah yeah. he was yeah yeah. good guess have we come to the end of the no, comments? No, I can no? Okay, right. Carry so, on. Yeah, uh, absolutely, because uh, it's all about okay. participation. Uh, yeah. Stuart says, 21 points rider at commentary riding for the Isle of Wight was the best night in speed for us. I uh, will never forget. Um, He's biased. <laughs> 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 that was one of the highlights of the Warriors, I think, to see Nathan score that 21-point maximum at Coventry. That's you know, and Lawrence Rogers, I know he watches all the time. This. He was sobbing. He was sobbing. <laughs> sorry, Lawrence, sorry. Uh, Craig says, um, Adrian Smith is a, is a owner <coughs> at Bellevue who speaks to the fans and engages with them. If only the people running the sport buy into his, this idea and listen to the fans for a change. Uh, there's nothing like a Barry Bishop when he's on fire, says Graham. Don't set on fire. Don't on fire. <laughs> Speedway only has two problems, self-inflated egos and social media. That's a good conversation. Social media is a good conversation. Yeah, I think social media is challenging, you know. Um, I can, it's, some, it's easy to write something if you're annoyed. Um, 
or if you're uh, if you don't care. I, I mean, with my work that I, my normal job, you know, I have to. We go through some pretty strenuous times, and Martin and I have been through some strenuous times. And you write an email, and I now have a rule: I don't send it. You know, go and have a cup of coffee, come back, reread your email. Yeah. Because, mm. and, but the problem with social media is it's, you know, it's instant. It's instant. It's instant. Yeah. Yeah. And the damage that that instant can cause and the, the length of time it takes to rebuild that mm. reputation yeah. Yeah. is, is and I, to, to be honest, I think social media had a big part to play in the demise of Stoke. Right. I really, I really think that. I really think that it was talked through the floor. You know, we know the issues that Stoke had, uh, which were very well documented. But instead of people, and I don't know if this, if this actually happened, but if it was my track or our track, I would hope people would write to us and say, you know what, sort the bathroom out, sort the track out or do whatever is needed, rather than put it all across Facebook. Because if people read it, they don't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take my family to somewhere that was described terribly, or if you look up on Trip Advisors and the references are terrible, you just wouldn't mm. do it. So, yeah. when you're doing that report, that negative thing, really think if you a can I speak to the promoter or someone in authority before I do that, mm. and b am I actually going to mess up my own club if I'm writing about yeah, my own club? Think about the damage. Yeah, that's, yeah. About yeah, danger, uh, that, yeah. that's I, that that's been a bone of contention with me for a very long time about damage that mm. comment not just to the club but also to individual riders individual, as well yeah. you know but i'm sure that everybody wants the same aim but just people mm. can't articulate it properly you know in mm. general they just they they, they just it's an off-the-cuff remark which if you're in the pub over a beer no one would care about but when you yes. type it it's there forever it's yeah everywhere. yeah because yeah, everybody yeah. reads it and everybody comments yeah. on it and it just gets Blown There's been a couple of comments that I've read, not on Facebook, but on something else, and it was about us throwing the toys out of the bath, you know, and that really hurt because yeah. that person did not know how much effort, how much money, how much time <coughs> Barry and myself and all our volunteers yeah. put into running speedway at Smallbrook Stadium and had they known they would have realised that it wasn't as just throwing our dummy out of the pram it was you know a serious threat to the business mm. a business which Barry and myself set up and, yeah. and have funded Uh, Teresa wants to know, do Isle of Wight get many fans from the mainland or is it really only Isle of Wight people they are promoting to? No, no, we promote to everybody, anyone. Uh, we do get we do get mainland fans. In fact, we get regular fans that come over every week from London, from Kent. Um, uh, but I would say, you know, it depends on the time of year. Obviously, we're a tourist attraction as well. Yeah. Uh, so um, uh, we do, we, we you know, on it, it, it sounds like an adventure to get to the Isle of Wight, but it really is very easy. And the one thing I can guarantee you, 100%, you will have a great time if you come to our speedway. And if you don't, tell me. Tell me. Mm. I don't mind. We can, we can, I can listen to someone who genuinely has a, 
an issue that that or reason why they didn't have a great time yeah. because we want to learn as well yeah of course so, you only want to make your product better and the, correct, only, yeah. the only way you're going to make your product better is to yeah. know what you're doing wrong yeah exactly uh, no, Steve Morgan says, I did the Coke can left shoe run in, uh, in running, running circles. <laughs> um, oh, you must have been rich, Barry, to afford Coke cans. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it was probably um, a stolen beer can from the Skull Bar on the other side of the track. When I did. <laughs> Um, uh, yes, Teresa, the guys from the Isle of Wight make it affordable for you to get over there. A lot yes. do travel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chase the Ice uh, gives out tear-offs to the kids at Bellevue. Kids love it. I can't wait till I can take my four-year-old son to a meeting soon. He watches on TV. But we all know it doesn't feel the same. Can I just big myself up there? Because that's what I do as well. Because yeah. I work on the on the track. I think you coke tins in for a bit. No, no. <laughs> and, and and I do give I do give out. Um, I pick up all the, the tear offs from the the track, and in the interval, I go around and give give it to the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them look at me confused, and they realise what it is, and there's a big smile on the face, and they love it. Thanks for that. But I've often thought. Yeah, I mean, I, I love doing it. It's, I, yeah. I, I enjoy doing that, but it'd be so much better if it, it was a rider that was doing it. Well, we did. That's yeah. how we do it. The rider signs it. That's that's right. what we do. We, we a rider signs it. Comes out with me and does it. But the best thing that we did, uh, kids wise, because we we do have lots of different things for the kids. But mm. one day I said to Martin, "What do you think about taking a speedway this month? Taking a speedway bike down on the track at half time, starting up." And we get four or five kids to come out and have a little rev. And we, so we took down right. the bike. I recorded it all off properly, health and safety. Yeah, yeah. Had someone coming in. The queue was around Ben Wood. <laughs> I mean, it was unreal. It was, yeah. everyone, and, and, but the truth of it is, how many Speedway fans has ever seen how responsive mm. or felt how mm. responsive a throttle is on a speedway bike? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like nothing you've ever had in in your hand and twisted. Barry, I bet, I bet there were some big kids there in the queue as well. Oh, pretending, yeah, there were. Pretending there to be little kids, yeah. There was also kids that didn't realise that when I said, take it easy, treat it like a lady, they had no clue what that meant. <laughs> no, no, no. I'd have been there. I'd have been there. Yeah, I'll best as well. David wants to know, what does Barry think to the doubling up rule? Two ride, two thirds of P uh, PL are also riding in CL. Too many guests put off fans. I think it's a challenge for the sport. Um, uh, it's a rock and a hard place for the moment. So Speedway is going through a, a problem where uh, it's a called supply and demand, right? And if you haven't got enough uh, supply, the demand goes up and so the price goes up. So the only way to make the price go down is to increase the supply. And the only way you increase the supply is you have a great national league with lots of riders coming through that eventually will filter to the top. Now, because that's been probably not looked after properly for the last five, ten years, uh, we're in a position now where we don't have so many riders. We also have a challenge with Brexit, of course. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, some riders genuinely have to have two leagues in order to make it fund funded. Now, whether that's because engine costs or tuning and everything else that was, we know is, is, is skyrocketed or what that particular reason is, I, I don't know. But I 
totally agree that the sooner doubling up is taken out of the sport, the better. Mm. Um, fans have a right, in my view, to associate a relationship with their riders and their team. Absolutely. Hallelujah. Bond is, yeah. Guess what? The more that, that's going to grow, the more they're going to come back year on year. My favourite rider was Gordon Kennett and Mick Hanley, actually. And when Gordon Kennett came to our track with Oxford, you know, I was like a kid mm. in a candy store. <laughs> it was just unbelievable. And he kept saying to me how brilliant it is we're doing here. He loved it, had a great time and was telling me great things about how Mar Martin and I was doing it. It was just, you can't beat that yeah. thing. And so yeah. I genuinely believe that fans have a right to build relationships. And the way that you do that is by maintaining as many of your team every year that's possible and you have a whole team that doesn't ride for anyone else yeah i've, I've absolutely i absolutely yeah. have said that for a while now um i mean i i look i look back to the first year that birmingham speedway came back and i introduced my lads to speedway for the first time uh, and they lo they loved that first season. Now their favourite rider at the time was a lad called Ben Powell, who, as we know, went on to be a little bit naughty. But but at that point, it, he was our favourite rider. And my oldest son completely lost interest in Speedway the next year because his favourite rider didn't didn't yeah. return. Completely yeah. lost interest. Um, so and yeah, you can't, I, you, Speedway can't continue down its path of being sterile and what i mean by that is you need characters right mm -hmm. you need people that interact with the fans you, you you want dare i say it i don't want to use the word a scrap but you want controversy you want elbows yeah. you want you know you want to get the fans wild you know <laughs> i i can remember one time the referee told me to stop it do you remember the mildenor meeting martin when i went out with a loud hailer and I was screaming to our fans with a loud hater, and the referee told me to stop it because it fell in with the health and safety fire regulations. Oh, yeah. I was using a loud hater. I mean, come on. I remember that there was a promoter in the 70s. I can't remember which riders was involved and who it was now, but Matt might might know. I think yeah. it might be a story. That, do you know the story that I'm going to? Yes, yeah. I don't know who the riders were. I think it was actually in the 60s, I think. Was it? Two riders who had a bit of a confrontation on the track and came into the pits and started scrapping and the home promoter came running up to them and saying, don't do it here, go on the track where they can yeah. see you. <laughs> don't stop, don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. It's and, and then, of course, Barry, we had the smoke machine. Which yeah, was... we, we, we also had a smoke machine as well. <laughs> at the Isle of Wight, we bring our riders down through the crowd for the parade. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I really wanted to, I wanted to have a smoke machine or we wanted to have a smoke machine pumping smoke down so like the start of boxing or darts. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And cool music, lasers, you know, boom, 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 boom. Brilliant. Can't do it. Fire and safety. I mean, it's so ridiculous. Oh, My yeah. view is you stick a little entry in your program or a sign when you walk through the door which says, this show contains lasers, smoke machine, bangs, motorcycles and lots of fun. Whatever you want. Yeah. But don't just say you can't do it. Find a way around it. That's the yeah. problem, actually. Another problem in the sport in general is all that. I always hear you can't do it. No one says, but you might be able to do it if you do it this way. Yeah, well, how yeah, about yeah. going that way? Mm. Maybe if you just change it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that sort of, that's what we need. We don't want to put up a brick wall, brick wall. We want to, mm. I want to put on a show that, we want to put on a show that makes people go home, tell their friends. Little Johnny tells little Mary at school. Little Mary tells mum and dad and they come. 
That's what I want. Simple. Yeah. 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 I mean, we've done it uh, in our own challenge matches and events where we put out the Midland Development Southern League teams. We put two heats in after heat four of the main meeting and mm. then another two heats after heat eight yeah. and another after 12th. It breaks up the uh, main meeting slightly, but what it does is it gives the guys in the uh, Midland Development League an opportunity to, to rest a bit because they end up with two rides on the trot and you get an extraordinary long break between them. And at, and at Smallbrook, you know, it's quite a, it's a long track, it's mm. tiring track. And if you put them on at the end, you find that there's nobody left to watch them. So we've we've done our own. We don't thing, have that. People stay. We, we we can't do it in a national league meeting. Yeah. Not mm. allowed to. Why? You know, well, because they, they fall off and there's more chance of the first aid as ambulance, etc. No, they don't. It's just you know That's right. It's too restrictive. You're caged, you know, you're You've got to break the mold. Break like, the mold. Not like this that this year. You yeah, no, it. it won't be like what, that. What was it Confucius said? To keep doing the same thing and expecting expect a different result is madness. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. If you do the same thing, you get the same result. Week yeah. in, week out. True. Yeah. And yeah. there lays there lays one thing that we should improve in the sport is don't do the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just get Chris before you you uh, start. Uh, obviously, we, we're not going to be able to get through everybody's comments no, um, tonight. So we apologise to everybody that that we, we've missed. We're really trying as as hard as we can to get through them. Well, no, I thought there's only a dozen watching. <laughs> no, we we, we get. Yeah, I'm not we used to this fight. Yeah, no, there's a couple of thousand. A couple of thousand. Yeah. A few thousand actually. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll get the, I'll get a couple anyway. Um, Steve wants to know um, what sort of attendances do you get at the Isle of Wight, and what's the split? Adults, kids, holidaymakers, residents, sort of thing. Well, you know, that's so a lot. That, I know, yeah, yeah. No, I think he just wants to know: you know is it more adults or kids or so forth? It's quite surprising, actually. When we took it over, it was I would say it was our generation mm. that that came. It was the old school, you know, the old fans, and now. I would say we have more families and kids attend than our generation. Yeah. Um, of course, that is probably because some of them are on holiday um, mm. and uh, some of them are, are, are regulars that come week in, week out. So from that perspective, the I think we have a different demographic to anybody else yeah. uh, in Speedway. It's, it's, it's family. Mm. And Connor's just said he, uh, going to the island is like going on holiday. <laughs> Who's that? Connor King or Connor Cole? Connor King. Yeah. Connor well, King. he treats it like he's on holiday as well. Yeah. <laughs> he's never been to Skegness. Um, Stuart says we know exactly how much. Not only, not just only, only you two, but your family's put into it. Obviously, saying not only you two, but your family's also put into this as well. So. You know what? The truth of it is, it's one great big family, and um, yeah, uh, the volunteers that, uh, that help us—they, they are as committed as we are. They, you know, one of the things actually, they we are emotionally in love with that club, and they are as well. You know, it's mm. an emotional attachment. It's not something 
that you can lift up and just throw away to one side with no side of it. Yeah. And we know we knew what that would be like. And we're very thankful for the great team that we have that help us because without them, we're nothing. We can't yeah. do it. Absolutely. Mm. And they're so passionate about the stadium, the team, the, you know, the, the show that we put on. Yeah. The quality of the food and the, and the burger bar. Yeah. Quality of the food in the Premier Lands, the service that we put on, they're all extremely passionate about what they do. It's common sense, isn't it? You give them what they want and they'll yeah. come back. Exactly. Yeah. It's not rocket science, is it? It's not rocket science. Yeah. I think, Steve oh, I, think says, sadly, I, think, um, I think sadly common sense has, has lacked in Speedway for a long time. Exactly, hasn't it, really? yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The trouble with common sense is it's not all that common. Mm-hmm. It, it, look, you know what we 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 have a, we have a great sport, and um, uh, we, we we can say things about it. And we can. My view is, it's the same. I don't want to criticise anybody. I just wish we'd all sit around the table and for the common good to take it the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, and and that's it at the end of the day. Because the truth of it is, actually, you can all sit and be individual pods and worry about your business. But guess what? If the sport itself is rocketing, like in Poland, every business is a success. And mm. the only way that your business will be a success is if your partners, the other business, other teams, is a success. Mm. And that's where the sport needs to unite and stop, you know, separating and everything else uh, in order to have a great product. A, 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 I don't want to call it a rubber stamp product because you need to have... Um, differences but you need to know when you go to a stadium you're going to get a decent pint a good quality beef burger clean toilets friendly staff car park attended you know a, mm-hmm. a, a baby changing mat in the, in the in the toilets you know you need to know that you're going to be close with the riders you need to know that you're going to see action you need to know that you're going to feel entertained and when you leave hopefully you're going to have value for money and you're going to tell your mates and mm-hmm. if we get that as a rubber stamped organization um and I'm, uh, you know, you know, I'm talking about the sport. Then, then we can move it forward. Mm. If we keep infighting and and that, that you know, of course is how they run most sports in America. Mm. Correct. I mean, correct. Yeah. yeah, it might be worth, you know, they ought to do an audit, quality audit of of meetings and stadiums and, you know, against the things that you've talked about there, Barry. How does the food match up and you know, and then the the promoters would know where they've got to improve things. We actually, our our training schools, we have like a, a, a secret COVID inspector and things like that to inspect to make sure that we're doing it. And I don't, we don't tell anyone that that person's coming with the current situation. Right. And we had a, um, a, a secret shopper attend as well. I won't tell you who he was because he's quite, quite famous. Oh, um, okay. And he came and gave us a full report on how he thought we did um, uh, from a right. We took Martin and I told no one that he was coming and it was, it was good. That's good. Uh, I'm, I'm just, we're yes, not afraid for people to, to look at what we're doing. That's brilliant. Uh, I've just got chat. I've just got time to get one more comment and then we'll have to, <clears throat> we'll have to round it off. Mark. Wow. Um, yeah. I just says, the time. Um, it's another compliment, I'm afraid. Uh, you can always find Barry at a meeting. He always puts, he's always got the loudest shirt on. 
Martin yeah. always also regularly walks through the crowd, oh, regularly stopped <laughs> and had a word me and my son. Top bloke. Covered from head to foot in shell, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but it claims to be covered in shell. I know it's makeup. <laughs> Do you know, just just to, just to quickly finish off, uh, Chris. There's a there's a great quote in in Simon Wiggs' autobiography. I'm not sure whether any of you guys have ever read it. Towards the end of the the first part of the book, which is written by himself, standing before he succumbed to his illness, where he said something along the lines of, "If if Speedway was raking money in, then people would listen to them." But the bottom line is, clubs are not. They're struggling to survive, and yet turning around telling each other how to run their own businesses. No, it's there's a lot of truth in what in what Wiggy said, to be honest. Yeah. And on that note, and he, Michael, and he would have been I have a, I have got know. probably the most important so. question of the night. Go on then. So Barry, why didn't Mark Baysby go around the outside against Cradley in 2015? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Over to you, Barry. Can you remember Andrew Keen to answer that one? Yeah. Yeah. Can you remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he would remember. <laughs> Uh, it's time to say good night. Oh. There you go. Right, thank well. you, everybody. Um, thank you very much indeed. Cheers, and, everybody. And thank Cheers, you, everybody, for joining bye. in on the chat as well. Uh, it's been brilliant. Thanks a lot. And uh, we'll see you probably in a couple of weeks, I would guess. Yep. Yep. Stay safe. Um, yep, stay safe. Absolutely. Good night. Take care. Good night, thank everybody. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.